You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Peter Dredge and joining me is Claire Hesketh. Claire is a Senior Media Advisor at SA Water. Today we're discussing using social and traditional media to influence customer behaviour and awareness. Welcome Claire. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, you've been involved in a case study, and I want you to start by giving me the background to that case study on the use of social and traditional media to influence customer behavior and awareness. Sure. So, we basically had an operational challenge and and a reputation challenge, which were brought to us um, from different areas of the business. And we wanted to work with them to apply um, a communications approach to actually solve these issues. So the operational challenge um, was that we were having too many sewer main blockages, too many sewer overflows that were impacting us and and our customers. And then the reputation challenge was that people, our customers, the wider South Australian community, when they thought of a water main, they were thinking of a water main break. And that was a bit in part due to some media coverage and we wanted to try to turn that view around. So what did you decide to do? We decided to go with two um, separate campaigns, focusing probably more on social media elements. Um, So those campaigns are Healthy Sewers, hashtag Healthy Sewers and hashtag Watermain 101. So Healthy Sewers basically involved us putting a lot of pretty disgusting but amazing images on on social media which showed if you flush things other than the three p's which are poo pee and toilet paper what they look like when they come out the other end so if that's pulled from our wastewater network or from one of our wastewater treatment plants and then for water main 101 we decided to go more with the the interesting facts and 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 show people really what happened behind the scenes or what happens behind the scenes for water to get to their tap? So the people behind the scenes and then how everything works in the network. So going for your, your facts and your cool graphics and your, your interesting videos for that one. So let's talk about the wastewater space for a moment. It really is the the forgotten aspect of, of the business that you're in, isn't it? Because people um, really do focus on what's coming into their household rather than what's going out. I think people only really think about them, especially wastewater, when something goes wrong. So when there's a sewer overflow that might come into their property in the street or even into their house. And what we really wanted to try to get people to, to learn is that we all stand to benefit from a functioning uh, wastewater system and, and a water system. Um, And even though as a water utility we manage these networks, they actually belong to all of us. They belong to the community. And so we all have a responsibility to look after them. And I see you've gone for the shock value imagery approach, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a little bit more about the psychology and the lack of awareness that you you face in relation to, to wastewater and some more detail around the imagery that you were capturing and using. A big behavioural shift like we were wanting people to, to do it d- does take time and we acknowledge that some, some real operational changes um, will be gradual. But in terms of um, things like feedback and sentiment, for healthy sewers in particularly, the first post we did on Facebook, Twitter, etc., was a side-by-side photo which showed some of the things, some of the common things which get flushed down the toilet and then what they look like at the other end. So literally not being afraid to show a condom, a a tampon and a wet wipe and then just this big goopy 
disgusting mess that has to be pulled out by hand from the other end. When we posted that photo, I'm being totally honest when I say within minutes, maybe even seconds, we were getting calls from the local paper. We were getting emails from some national radio and TV stations. And this is not a new thing. Like using social media is not a new thing. This issue was not unique to SA Water, but I think we wanted to go for the gross factor. It maybe did not make some people happy. They thought it wasn't appropriate, but this is the path we chose and I think it was effective. And the feedback we were getting, even from just people replying to our posts saying, I had no idea that this was so much of an issue and basically making these like flushing commitments that they would not do that going forward. And that's that's what we wanted. How did you package up your Watermain 101 messages? So that one, we we tried to go with a bit more facts. Like I didn't just want to be putting them out and for them to be just boring um, tidbits of information. Yes, you're right. It didn't have the gross factor like we do for healthy sewers. So I think we were um, trying to go. But I mean, the, the similar thing we had between the two was to still show the people behind both. So we have people obviously operating our treatment plants and um, going out to fix our pipes. And that that was, you know, half of our, our reasoning for wanting to do this for actually, we're a corporation. We don't want to be seen as this, you know, cold, boring organisation. We actually have people that are behind it and they're the ones that, that do all the work. So we want to showcase them. And I noticed you mentioned the value of using content generated by yourselves, whether that's mostly iPhone or, you know, mobile device imagery and video. Tell me about your views on that. We really found um, that your, your amateur footage and photos, um, they really resonated more with people. I mean, they're quick, they're accessible. It's unpolished content, which is entirely appropriate for social media platforms. What I'd say to other water utilities who are wanting to do something similar, in this has shown to us that you don't need a big budget to achieve the results that you want if you're trying to, to create a, a communications um, approach or campaign. We found more that um, creative thinking provides more value. Maybe in the past couple of years at least, we have tried not to just rely on your traditional media release to get some messaging and some news out to media outlets. Everyone, especially journalists, are on Twitter, for example. So why not use that as, as your method to actually getting this information to them? I was interested to see that you produced a jingle a three-piece jingle. What goes in the loo? Paper pee or poo? Your loo will thank you and our sewers too. If it ain't the three-piece, pop it in the bin, please. And remember, just paper pee or poo. So was that always part of the campaign plan? It was something that we just trialled um, in, in the start, sort of just, you know, within uh, within the business to see how, how it went. Um, the fact that I basically remember most of the lyrics and how annoying that song is says to me that, that it works because it, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it won't get out of my head and it is just such a funny Sounds like the perfect song. jingle. <laughs> it is. It is. Can you give me some idea of the, the metrics that you're able to gain an insight into? Facebook especially um, provides some quite um, easy to understand uh, uh, algorithms and, and, and methods to, to show how well your posts are doing. So that can be um, through both clicks, comments, 
um, reach, so number of people who have actually um, viewed a post. Um, our most successful, for example, Healthy Sewers post, it was um, something that we call Lost and Found um, at our Bulliver Wastewater Treatment Plant, which is all the, the weird and wacky things that have come through the system. Um, that was our most successful and it was up to a reach of uh, nearly 50,000, which is which is crazy for wow. us. I mean, I'm sure there are bigger businesses that, that have larger ones, but for us and our little you know, South Australian business, that was really, really good for us. And then um, a video, a uh, uh, iPhone produced video, must I add, um, that one had, um, I think it was nearly 2,000 views and that's probably increased. Wow. That's just the numbers we had when I put my paper together so it was records for us and then I think just for um, you know state-based utility it was pretty good numbers as well. And just remind us exactly which social channels you focused on. So Facebook was probably the primary one but anytime we do um, any posts on social media we try to um, uh, make them fit for all the different channels so we use the rule of let's keep our um, character limit to what fits in Twitter, for example, and that allows us to be more concise um, across all, all the, the platforms. I think the only exception being LinkedIn, it's a different kind of audience, so um, we can be a bit more detailed, but Facebook um, is definitely where it's at and we'll um, post videos on there um, and sometimes using YouTube, but Facebook is definitely the channel that we get the most coverage um, and the most sentiment. Our sewers around the country and around the world, no doubt, are under increased pressure due to the COVID-19 crisis and forced isolation. Have you adapted your campaign uh, in relation to the wastewater space during um, forced isolation? What our operators and, and the crews out in the field were finding was that when we had a blockage, they were actually seeing an increase in what we've been calling toilet paper alternatives. So things like tissues, paper towels, wet wipes again, even newspaper. Um, and right. I, we, we have made the assumption that people were having to resort to these things either to conserve their toilet paper use or because they didn't have toilet paper in, in the house. You know, we understand the situation that some people were in and we're not saying, you know, don't use these things if you have to, but just don't flush them down the toilet. Have a bin. Have a bin in your toilet, have a bin in your bathroom and put them in there, obviously regularly empty it. Um, and that also gave us the opportunity to talk about the fact that having a bin in the bathroom and the toilet is actually um, pretty important all the time anyway. If you if you are a female, you'll know what I mean. It, it's so important to be able to have somewhere to actually put your feminine hygiene products like pads and tampons without – if you're at someone's house, you're out in public and there's not a bin in, in the toilet – what are you meant to do with them? I understand completely why some people would flush them. So it really gave up, gave us the opportunity to talk about that important um, thing as well. I see you mention the importance of collaborating with parts of SA Water. Talk to me about how important that is so that you are engaging them as well. For teams like mine, and I work in a, a media team but in a wider communications area, we're not necessarily seen as... Um, part of a water utility we're not in the same industry because we're communications we're not about pipes but we are part of the business and we're as important as other areas and if we work together this sounds so cliche but if you work together you can 
you know, achieve um, really good outcomes. And that was a really important part of our campaigns. We couldn't have done this and we still couldn't be doing it if we um, didn't have the good relationship with our asset teams, with our production and treatment teams. And I'm still right now getting photos from some of our operators, these really gross photos, and they email them to me and they're really excited to email them to me and I love getting them. And then they see them on Facebook and I've, yeah. you know, we've named their site, we've, we've shown people in their team and that is employee pride right there to me. We're trying to, we're trying to fix an operational issue but we're also in the Watermain 101 space, for example, we're trying to actually improve morale. Some of these teams, they're going out there day and night to try to make sure the water pipes are yeah. working and what they see on TV is that they're not doing it quick enough, that the pipes are too old, that we're not doing a good enough job. And that's so demoralising for them. So we really wanted to, to show them and show the people and show their faces it's such a good example of how your traditional and non-traditional areas of a water utility can work together to actually have a benefit for, for both of those areas, but then benefit, obviously, the wider community and the customers that we serve. I know you touched on it earlier. What about lessons for other water utilities? Tell me again what those lessons are for others uh, in your position. What we did can work for basically any other water utility or, or similar business. Um, social media is such a busy loud place so you want to have an impact and it's it's a two-way conversation as well I think listen to what they're saying and the beauty of social media is you can then change what you're doing to um to uh respond to what they're thinking and and what they they might be interested in just just try new things that would be my main advice and and don't be afraid to try something new that maybe to your more conservative types may may seem a little bit out there or, or weird or gross even for, for these healthy sewers photos. And is the poo emoji the most used emoji on your phone? Oh, my goodness, the poo emoji. <laughs> um, yes, probably, or the toilet. Oh, the poo emoji. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And just remind us what the hashtags that you used were for the campaigns. Oh, sure. So hashtag healthy sewers and hashtag watermain101. Get on now. Give us some likes. We'd love it. I've been speaking with Claire Hesketh. Claire is a senior media advisor at SA Water. Thanks for your time, Claire. Thank you. Thank you.